0: Hey, Prime members! You can listen to Country Heat Weekly ad free on Amazon Music. Download the app today.
1: Every song, I was blown away. We bought it, and it's become one of our Desert Island. I was, is it a desert island? Is that or is it deserted island? Did it was desert it desert island. Island? deserted and island?
2: Deserted island. And then it came to desert. Like how many desert islands? Or <laughs> how many islands are there in the desert? Yeah, I guess yeah. you need water for that to happen. Doesn't make <laughs> any sense. But you're right. You're right. We know Anyhow. what you mean. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Welcome to Episode 2 of the all-new season of Country Heat Weekly, our fourth season, by the way. I'm Amber Anderson, and we are podcasting from Music Row here in Nashville.
0: Episode 2 has some really big shoes to fill, but I feel like Brothers Osborne are totally up to the challenge.
3: Absolutely, no doubt. Kelly
0: Sutton. It's been a pretty crazy two weeks since we launched our season premiere with Tim McGraw. I don't even know where to start. Well, first off, if you guys
3: haven't listened to Tim's episode yet— make sure you go back and do that. Or you can actually watch the episode on YouTube. So that dropped Thursday, August 31st.
0: And then Friday, we casually get a text of a video that was sent to us. It's you and I on a billboard in Times Square promoting our podcast We're we're 40 feet high in the air. Our faces are larger than life. (laughs) Our faces were
3: large, you guys. Uh, I mean, one, what an incredible surprise. So we have to say thank you to the Amazon Music team for making that happen for us. It's just surreal. I still am like, what is that? Did it happen? Yeah.
0: Did it happen? And then we were kind of tearing up. And then the (laughs) very next thing we do is we all decide to book a flight. And go to New York so that we can see it in person. Flew up 5 a.m. Uh-huh. in Times Square by 11. Yep. We're not going to play the video of us screaming the very first time that we saw it. I'm jumping up and down like a fool. Let's just say everyone around us knew that we were the people on the billboard because we were pointing to it and screaming.
3: Yes, and, and they were building something in Times Square. I don't know what it was. Uh, Kelly screamed so loud that the lady turned around and then she tells everybody oh that's them yeah <laughs> that, that was them I we, so she was putting the pieces together
0: it was so much it fun was
3: so uh what an incredible experience I'll never forget that
0: and we got to take uh producer Jay of course was spearheading but we got to take my daughter yes, yes. Reese who was our videographer for the day kind of and literally seeing her see us I thought wow I'm just kind of, we're showing everybody that anything is possible. Yes, especially because she has dreams of
3: New York herself. So I think that it was a really, it was just a a good, feel-good day. It was such an awesome time. It was a very quick trip, but it was so good to be with you guys. And we got to celebrate together. If you guys aren't following us on socials, we have all the videos and all the reels and all the content. I know my, my followers are probably like, okay, we get it. But if you're not following, you should be. I'm, hey, it's Amber A.,
0: You can find me at the Kelly Sutton. Okay, so let's get back on topic now. Episode two, our center stage guest today, reigning ACM and CMA Vocal Duo of the Year, Brothers Osborne. And TJ is actually making a
3: little Country Heat Weekly history with this episode, as he is the first artist to be on our podcast as the center stage guest three times. Do you think he knows that? I don't know. We'll have to ask him. I'm going to say no, he doesn't. Probably not. (laughs) He probably hasn't put it together. But I know that last time we talked to them, TJ did rub it in a little that he had done the pod and John had not.
0: Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Okay, great. We're going to stir stuff up between the brothers. (laughs) We like to do that. (laughs) If you're watching this podcast on YouTube right now, you know that our studio is pretty small here. It's cozy. We have room for one guest, but Two guests in here would be a little too many. So we have set up in our living room for our chat with them. However,
3: we have news we have to catch up on first. CMA Awards nominations have come out, and they lead off our What's Cooking segment up next. Life is full of personal wins, whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car,
4: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: We are back and we have a very long list of CMA nominations in front of us.
3: My favorite name on that list is under the National Broadcast Personality category. And
0: I'm sitting next to a CMA nominee, y'all. Kelly, Hi, thank congratulations. you,
3: congratulations.
0: Thank you so, so much. I mean, this is my first time being nominated. I'm super excited about it. It's for my syndicated radio show, Y'all Access with Kelly Sutton, which, by the way, is named after a tweet that I saw from Brothers Osborne. So it is like, all full circle, the fact that this is all happening, coming together like this, kismet.
3: I mean, I literally almost just started crying when I said that. (laughs) This is like, we're going to get through this without crying. We are so proud of you you. and so many of our other friends. How about Lainey
0: Wilson? Nine nominations, including Entertainer of the Year. I know she is over the moon right now. And a lot of those are for collaborations, like the one that she did with Hardy, of course, Wait in the Truck is on there. And then also her collaboration with Jelly Roll has been nominated as well. So,
3: Which is absolutely incredible.
0: It really is. Speaking of Jelly, our hometown boy, Coming in hot, five nominations. It's hard for us because we know everybody and we're so happy for all of our friends. But I think I really felt a very special, like, tug at my heart when I saw Kelsey Ballerini was nominated for Album of the Year because I know how much that means to her. Mm -hmm. And she's also for Female Vocalist of the Year. So congrats to Kelsey for those two big noms.
3: Yeah, that's huge. One of my favorite nominations is for Ashley McBride Presents Lindyville. I know. Yes. Lindyville has such a special place in our hearts and we love this album mm-hmm. this project is something that we haven't seen I feel like in country in a really long time and it just she brought it to life so beautifully yeah. and it's it's just so much fun <laughs>
0: and so artistically
3: just incredible and brilliant and so I love I love that nom
0: and speaking of the album category there are more females in the album category than males for the first time in I don't know how long. So congratulations to Kelsey, to Lainey, to Ashley, who are all up in album of the year category. Seeing three females in album. Let's go, girls. Yes. (laughs) That's (laughs) really exciting. You know what all of these people have in common? Felt on our podcast that's right (laughs) Uh,
3: what an honor that's it's just so great that's right i love it i love it okay so speaking of ashley and other news her new album dropped this week Mm -hmm. and you got a chance to chat with her for country heat and dj mode
0: i did in fact you can listen to it this episode comes out on thursday you can still check it out it's going to run for about 24 more hours on the amazon music app just ask play country heat in DJ mode. It's just that easy. Ashley was actually on the road, so we had to do it over Zoom, but she took me through the process of how she puts an album together. And I don't know if I've ever heard of anyone else do it this way. It was fascinating.
3: We take my phone with all of these work tapes on it, and I text everybody these songs, and we go to the Purple Building in East Nashville. And we get in there and we would shed it like we normally would. And that's how we decide what songs are going to go on the record. Oh, that's different.
0: Right? I mean, not yeah. very many artists are making albums with their own band anyway. They usually have studio musicians come in. But because there are so many incredible people in her band, she wants to keep it all together, all tight. They get in and work it all out. I love that
3: so much. We got to see her perform this new album, Top to bottom Mm -hmm. here in Nashville a couple weeks ago. She and her band were tight. Yes, they were. They had it together and they sounded incredible.
0: I think one of my favorite moments from that performance was seeing her do Light On in the Kitchen. And then looking to my left, Jesse Alexander, who wrote the song with Connie Harrington and Ashley, is standing there with her daughter in front of her. Yeah. And the whole song is just about this amazing bond that you have with the other females in your life and how that happens usually in a kitchen when the lights on at night mm-hmm. and you're having these conversations. It was just surreal. It, it was really
3: cool. And I love the way she talked about that song about like, you know, championing that song and what mm-hmm. that song meant to her and then seeing the success it's had. It's it's even more special. I love it. And also I mean, not only did we get to hear Ashley play this album top to bottom and she's just incredible, we got
0: the best parting gift. (laughs) She did her own candle. It is much like our dolly candle. It says the devil I know, the name of the album on the backside. So now not only can we light our dolly candle, We can light our Ashley McBride candle when we need things to happen. I am here for it. It's pretty cool. I'm here for it. There have been so many cool things happening for all of our friends lately. We have a couple of shout outs before we move on. First up, congratulations to our friends, Holly and Tanner and everyone over at the Black Opry. They have launched a record label.
3: That's so exciting. Isn't that
0: cool? Yes. So excited for them. For those that don't know, the Black
3: Opry is a movement that launched a couple of years ago Mm -hmm. as kind of a network and support system for Black artists creators, and industry professionals.
0: And they have worked so hard to uplift Black voices within the country genre. They're just getting started. I
3: can't wait to see who the first artist is that they're going to sign. Yes. Uh, You can follow them on social media at Black Opry Record, no S got to have that. okay. And then also high fives to Kelsey Ballerini, who completely slayed her VMA performance Tuesday night. We are so proud of you, Kelsey.
0: She is living her best life right now. Way to turn 30. It was her (laughs) birthday. She's celebrating on the VMAs. How cool is all of that? You know, I just love watching her shine. So she's going into a new decade with a bang. Yes, she is. Very exciting. I think that pretty much gets us caught up on everything. Right? I think so. Okay, let's take a quick break. (laughs) When we come back, we are going to let you eavesdrop on our chat with Brothers Osborne.
4: This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500, 500. That's audible.com slash pod or text WonderyPod to 500, 500
3: Graduation is a sweet occasion, but finding the perfect gift can be a bitter struggle. MMS.com has a solution.
0: Hey guys, it's Kelly. I want to give you a little behind-the-scenes scoop about the interview you are about to hear. You're going to hear me ask John about a little-known fact in his musical background, and he does not know where I got the information. Well, just between us, it was, as they suspected, from their mom. Take a listen to Mama Osborne bragging on her boys a couple of years back when I interviewed her on the ACM red carpet. I'm so excited I got to talk to you. I love these stories. Oh, one more thing. I just want to tell you that
2: John was first-tier classical bass player with the Baltimore Symphony when he was a senior in high school.
0: Why doesn't he ever say that?
2: Because he's humble.
0: She was not going to let me in that interview until she got that tidbit out into the universe. Okay, so now that you're in on the joke, here's our interview with Brothers Osborne.
3: We are back, making history in the living room of the Country
0: Heat House. Brothers Osborne Yay! are here with us. Hey, guys.
2: Hi, we're making history? Yes, we're making history. Okay,
0: so there's something historical about this interview. Do you want to guess what it is?
2: Specifically this interview or?
0: This interview.
2: Um, I don't know. Is it a milestone?
0: Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so, Actually, it doesn't have anything to do with you.
2: Well, I didn't ask. I didn't say we were a (laughs) milestone. No, I'm just saying, like, there's like, is a 100th interview. Oh,
0: now see, that would be great. Okay, Mm -hmm, that'd be great. Actually, it's because TJ, you are the first ever to appear as our center stage guest three times
1: three oh my times
2: God. so it is about amazing me. <laughs> right. i love that you threw us off the sentence it's not about you right. guys it's like you're right. leaving me out of it so i have nothing to do with this occasion it's not about what you're saying let's you, keep it going exactly well it's you, about tj yeah, you this know is what? true what did my mom put this interview together? <laughs> what's going on
0: the well, great news is the rest of the interview is just all about you there so we dad, go dad, yeah, dad, yeah. Dad, he, he likes it. that got my he likes
3: email. that okay so tj actually did the Pod last year during Pride. Yep. And then we talked to you both together at CMA Fest. We
1: did, which was really fun. A couple months back.
3: Mm -hmm. And at the time you gave us the scoop. I don't know if we were you were supposed to give us the scoop. That's right. I forgot. That your album was self-titled. We talked about nobody's nobody, but tomorrow, as people are listening to this, the whole project comes out so what is the anticipation like at this point for you
1: well I mean for us it's the weird thing is by the time every artist actually releases their music it's been complete for quite some time yeah (laughs) so we actually I'm like I'm already ready for another album but you know I think there's that moment where the you're kind of waiting for what the fans are going to say so we're obviously happy with it or we wouldn't have released it um but that's the that's the big kind of kind of moment they were waiting for
0: you know I want to go back because I know you guys are both big music lovers, do you remember a time when you were so excited about an album coming out, like you were going to a oh, record yeah, store? For sure,
2: I remember. I guess if I go early, early days, um, back in the era of Tower Records, where I, you know, you could just walk in there and get lost, just shuffling through the CDs. But the first one I do remember, I was a huge fan of Nirvana.
0: As really? Yes,
2: massive fan of Nirvana. And I couldn't wait until In Utero came out. Oh. And same thing. So I was like, you know, they had all the posters and, and all of the stuff. And then they had an area where you could go into, the, into one of the walls and you could like preview CDs. Which oh, I was yeah. the I thing. Me too. You had to work so hard for it. And I, that was like the first thing that comes to mind when you bring that up. It's, I was like, I don't know, 12 or 13 years old It was like the coolest thing.
1: Which I feel like now it's like, now that I think, I mean, I just put those headphones on like it was nothing, thinking of all the people. I don't know. That I don't know. Were <laughs> you just whatever. said that,
0: and I'm like, could you imagine if we would have done a bacterial swab of what was oh on my those God, earphones? Yeah.
1: <laughs> there have been all thousands of heads.
3: Well, so much has changed in your lives since skeletons came out. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've been very open about your journey with mental health mm-hmm. and TJ, everything that you've walked through with your sexuality. So opening up about these things, do you feel like there's been a weight lifted off, like going into this new era of music for you?
1: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I'm sure probably the same for John. You know, it's is Not, uh, you know, not to spoil or alert here, but there's not going to be any song that specifically talks about that. Um, and I almost kind of purposely wanted it to be that way. Being in a space where I could just create without any fear or any kind of hesitation uh, was was really really huge. And so. Um, when I listen to this album now, I think it's part of the reason why I, I particularly really like it above the rest is it was created in a very open, uh, um, free, uh, environment to create, which was the first time that that was a a thing for me.
0: I love that. Okay. 11 tracks on this project. All of them you co-wrote. Was it a conscious decision to write together on everything? Is that just how it shook out? Tell us about the process.
1: Well typically there's been a few songs on records past where a couple that have made it through that weren't that way but mostly it's been that way the whole time I mean b- between it's just a lot easier for us to create something together if I come in with a song that maybe works for me and John might be like okay that's I love that but it's I'm not vibing on that or vice versa so it just makes it a lot more uh, easy for us to both be there creating plus we both love writing songs um to have our both of our kind of fingerprints on it as mm-hmm. it as it goes through the process um it just makes it a lot a lot more um i don't know it's a fun creative process that way but it also i feel like at the end of the day it's the, it's the two of us it's what we sound like because we both created it
0: okay i'm gonna throw this question out hopefully i'm not gonna start a fight or maybe. Maybe
1: you i know maybe Everyone to Everyone always tries to
2: throw out a question to start a fight. I don't know what it is. but <laughs> We don't need questions to fight. We need that on our own. <laughs> you're like, trust
0: me, we're good. Yeah, yeah, we,
2: yeah we got this.
0: <laughs> John's names are, your name is always first on the credits. Is that just because you're older or because it was alphabetical or did you flip a coin?
2: Is it really? I don't know. Mm. J-K- oh, yeah. I mean, it's alphabetical. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's, that's why. Like, yeah, it's It'd alphabetical. Be awesome with you. I didn't notice, but now that I have. <laughs> I know. Just saying. I, don't I think just that. said. Yeah. yeah mean, oh my exactly. god. We're go about yeah. to get a whole new print and run yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. it. Swaps. Sorry, the record isn't coming out tomorrow. We're delaying it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. It's going to be an insert. insert. The good news is they both pay the exact same amount. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I love that you noticed that.
0: Oh, my gosh. Next question. (laughs) Move Kelly. Move to Kelly.
3: (laughs) One thing I want to ask about, because this is something that I love so much, because we always talk about Nashville and the community that exists here. And you guys, I don't know if you have a name for your crew, but I feel like there's this particular group of artists that you guys hang with. And... Uh, John's wife, Lucy, of, case, of course, Casey Musgraves, Fancy Haygood. I saw you guys just vacation together and yes. you surprised Casey for her birthday. Yes. That yeah. is so fun.
1: Like, it, it I just was, think that's it, so cool. It was a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, you, we, we go back a long ways and it's weird because we don't really look, view each other as, as like artists. Yeah. We kind of like, you know, we, we just have been friends for a long time. And it, the one thing that's really funny is when you get really close friends with people, that are famous, and you forget that they are famous. It's like a yeah. really funny thing when people approach them, and you're like, what's happening? Oh. <laughs> you're very famous. <laughs> I forgot about like, In fact, you're so famous that I hung out with you and all People Magazine wrote about was you and I didn't even make the notes. I was yeah, like... Same. I
2: was in a picture. I didn't even get a credit. I for being a like, picture. Like, Some random Please friends it. showed up
1: to surprise her. I was like, what the hell? Yeah,
2: right. We have careers uh,
1: years too, thank you.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Your new band name is Some yeah. Random Friends. <laughs> some
1: Random
2: yeah, exactly. Friends. Oh,
3: that could I be I the next album. And by the way, you're, that.
2: You're the, the publication's called People, not Person. <laughs> it should be Multiple People.
0: I had a really good friend of mine say, you know you're on a plane with other people that are famous and you're like, if this plane goes down, what's the headline going to be? Oh my God. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. No, it's like, KC right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Musgraves <laughs> and others. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and, and, mother and friends. friends. <laughs> and, <laughs> and friends. Random, random friends. friends.
4: Yeah. <laughs> if you guys
0: don't do an album with a bunch of collaborations but put no names on it and just call it Brothers Osborne and Random Friends and let yeah. people guess. Friend number
2: one, like friend that. number two, yeah. friend number three.
1: That would
0: be incredible. I kind of
2: like that. too.
0: How much fun would that be and then yeah. everybody's it's like, oh, I think that's that's got to be Ashton McBride. Yeah, I oh, that. That.
2: It's immersive. Is I wonder it? how that Could would you go. imagine, though, trying to go through all of their management and being like, oh, we're not going to credit them? I know that that's will what I was going to say. Like, work.
1: Hey, do you want a feature on this? We're, we're going to give you no credit <laughs> for right. it, but if you <laughs> wouldn't mind giving the time,
0: yeah. sure.
2: You'll be friend number nine.
1: <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Like, you know, i got to be at
2: least friend number three. To, <laughs> right. You know, oh, sounds, we'll work on it. We'll, yeah, yeah, we'll on you know, it.
0: Okay, so you guys were all together in Chicago. Did you happen to maybe just write a song because you were with your friends? okay. All right.
1: No, I'll just I, you know and the thing is, it's weird. I, I feel like a lot of pe- when you kind of become friends with people, you tend to like never write with them. I,
0: okay.
1: Although th- that was the last thing we wanted to do up there. We want it's like just
2: sure. shut off from the music and go um,
0: listen to music somewhere else.
2: Yeah, listen to other people's Sometimes music. writing with your friends. I mean, excuse me for equating it to this, but it's like hooking up with a friend, and it can go well, but it can also not go well, and then it's just awkward forever. That's why you don't risk it. Yeah. But does
3: it help to have the community like, you know, Casey, Marin and Ryan, people that you guys have come up mm. in the industry with. Does it help to have those people that you can call on and talk to about like, hey, this is going on. Like what, you know, what are you experiencing and kind of bounce mm. ideas and stuff off of each other?
1: I don't know if that necessarily. But, it, you know, the one thing that w- that we talked about a lot is, is we all knew each other before we had anything going on. Right. So we would just hang out at parties. We would go on and. And just try to have shows together these like little venues in town, and we had all these dreams and aspirations, and we were like, man, and we would talk about what would happen when we all do this. And we're all going to go. Well, let's just have a big tour together, and then, and then suddenly we all had success, and then we didn't. You don't see each other because you're so busy, and you're like, well, what the hell? We didn't think it would be like this. I mean, it's great, but and that's what's kind of. I mean, you hear this a lot at award shows, but that is kind of the best thing about them is. You get to see people that you kn- you haven't seen in a long time that yeah. you know very well, um, and then you're like, man, let's all try to make a tour happen. And then you look at how expensive that would be, and you're like, I'll just tour by myself. See, uh, yeah. I'll hang out with you uh, when I'll we see get you back to Thanksgiving. Yeah, see you
0: Thanksgiving. <laughs> Random friends tour.
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: And not I put like their it.
2: names on the bill. <laughs> <laughs> <Only> ours. <laughs> I like where you're going, Kelly. I love uh,
0: this. So speaking of collaborations, there's one on this album. I don't think. Any of us saw coming? I thought this was really a great surprise. The song called We Ain't Good at Breaking Up with Miranda Lambert. So how did that all come about?
2: So uh, we went on tour with Miranda years ago. And, you know, we're fans, obviously. Who isn't? She's so amazing. And we became very quick friends, you know, cut from the same cloth. And um, a few years ago, I think she wanted to get more into co-writing. She reached out or had her people reach out to our people. And (laughs) um, we were like, hell yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want to write with Miranda? So we wrote with her and Jesse Frazier. Sometimes the problem with writing with other artists, though, is that they bring so much of their artist thumbprint in the room that it, it might stifle your process or trying to get a song. And she didn't do that at all. She was Miranda Lambert, simply the co-writer that day. And she brought it lyrically with the vibes, no ego about any lines. And everything she would say was just like, great. You know, It sounded like Miranda's style lyric, but it would also work for us. Very quick, very intuitive. So when we were done writing the song, TJ put his vocal down in the demo, and then Miranda just sang a whole bunch of vocal layers, and she's so freaking good. And when we got the demo back, it sounded like a million bucks, but the thing that she was doing was so cool and so unique and such a vibe on the song that we thought it would be perfect to have her sing on it. And, of course, she obliged and walked in the studio and sang like the pro she is, and there you have it.
3: That's it. Mm -hmm. Did you know that you were writing for your project? When you sat yes, down to write or did you on I wrestle? think that was the thing that was actually <laughs>
1: yeah. the, the thing that, made it, that makes it very helpful. When you get in the room, and I, that, when you write with artists, a lot of times it's like, are we running for you? Are you running for right. us? And then it ends up being a song for no one. Um, and yes, we were specifically running for our project. What I particularly love how it is is I think people listen to it and they're, they're like, God, they can almost put their finger on who it is, and they're kind of wondering. And then once they realize who it is, they're like, "Oh my God, ob- it's so obvious!" Yeah. yeah, but it's just the the kind of essence of her there. I think brings a almost kind of um, it brings kind of a Fleetwood Mac kind of vibe to that. It's song a cool
3: sounding song, oh. like Thank you. It's Thank you. yeah, yeah, very like. Thank you. Uh, it's one that you just kind of want to keep listening yeah. to. Yeah, uh, yeah, like, yeah. give yeah. me more of that. Yeah. Give me more it's of that. Vibe, it reminds yeah.
2: me a lot of Dwight Yoakam's, um Thousand Miles from Nowhere," where it's just like it's kind of like, California West Coast country thing where it's in a minor feel. And that's one of the things I love about it. It's quite different for us. I love it.
0: great vibe. Okay, one more track that we want to highlight from the album is the last one. Mm. I did not have Brothers Osborne doing a piano ballad with a string section on my 2023 bingo card, but here we are. It is so good. First of all, who's playing piano?
1: Not us. Okay. You You know, I wish I could play piano that well.
0: So we have it on good authority that when you were in high school you were first chair classical bass player at the Baltimore Symphony, John.
2: Again, did my mom put this interview together? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's on the phone right now. Let's go to mom. Just I know. Well,
0: but did, so this did is you? what my
2: mom brings up still to this day. He she
0: was, was first chair, guys. He got first chair. And I got that's first a, chair. That's a big deal, though, man. Baltimore Symphony well, when you're in high school. Yeah,
2: well, I mean, it was, so It was they did a, a thing every year where they have students audition and then they play along with the, uh, the members of the Baltimore Symphony symphony orchestra and and i got first chair i mean it was it was it was amazing achievement and accomplishment (laughs) right but there are so many other awards and accolades but my mom goes straight to that one every time seriously did she tell you this you also Who told you this. Bingo Maybe. Card, I don't
1: which know.
0: Okay, so. I do think you, it
1: is an interesting thing you would not, a fact that you would
2: not know. Are, so you, no, no, are you
0: playing anything on this track, is what I'm getting at? No, no, no.
2: Because there's I, classical I'm not, strings. No, and, okay. see, playing those instruments um, are not like riding a bike. It's like oh. riding a unicycle blind while juggling. It's like, it's not something you could just quit doing for 10 years. And in fact,. A couple years ago, I bought a bass, an upright bass, and I'm not very good anymore. It's very, very, uh, it's not great. He he is still really good. However, though, however, because of having kind of the knowledge and understanding of reading sheet music and stuff like that, and this was, you know, about, about 100 years ago for me. We got in, in with uh, um, with Jason Lenning, who arranged um, the string parts. And I. it was kind of like just reverting back to those years of understanding arranging me, mm-hmm. ar- arrangement and arranging. It all came back to me quite quickly. So I was able to utilize that um, pro- probably for the first time in about 20 years.
3: <laughs> I love that.
2: Thank <laughs> you. I mean, he ate it out <laughs> of
3: his back pocket. No talent.
2: We originally started
1: playing violin, and then we got to bass because they were like, we are poor, and we can't afford college, so you need to have skills. Oh,
0: good. Yeah. And
1: that was really where I yeah. <laughs> actually started from was just simply trying to get a scholarship. Yeah. The bad and good news for me is that my grades weren't good enough to get in college, so I didn't have any debt. So yeah. you're, you're welcome, Mom. Saved a hat. lot
2: of money. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, however, I thought maybe like yeah, get good grades. My grades weren't great, but they were good enough to get into college. And that cost me so much money. <laughs> so much money. I wish I would have tried less. <laughs>
0: that's that's why his name is first on the credits. That's, that's right. But he, but, paid for it. but he
1: did go to, to college as a base major, which was interesting. I did. Where'd
2: on you go a base scholarship Belmont. B-Mod. Right there. You were. I, did. yeah. Yeah. I didn't
0: really why is that? Yeah, Ruins and in then I quit, house. and
2: I started playing guitar, and my parents were like, "Bad move," and now I'm like, <laughs> "Speak again." <laughs>
3: <laughs> good move. It's amazing. Well, before we get to our burning questions, which we love so much, mm-hmm. we have to say congratulations for being named the Saint Jude Angels among yes. us. Oh, Honorees for all of the great work that you do supporting St Jude. Oh, that is uh, incredible.
1: It is that is an incredible feeling. And I also will say that uh, like country, the the genre of country is like so all in with helping St Jude. And at any turn, we obviously jump at any opportunity to help them. It's really remarkable what they do.
3: Uh, Mm -hmm. They do such good work. And for those of you who don't know, especially maybe our global listeners, there's a big seminar every year in Memphis called Country Cares for St. Jude's Kids. And it's an initiative started by Randy Owen of Alabama. And so the award takes its name from the song. So... Angels Congratulations. Us. Yeah, thanks. So a thank special thank you. special honor. Yeah. And for
0: everyone listening in case you don't know, St. Jude never sends a bill to anybody. To they anybody. They do everything Not a dime. 100%, they pay for it. So that's it's also so incredible. It's so awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's we're awesome. super proud of
3: you guys and we know that that's just a slice of the charity work that you do. So, oh, thank yeah, you. Thank everything
0: you. Everything you Got to get back. Of yeah. course. Okay. Of course. okay. Of course. You ready for burning questions?
3: Yeah. Just so How you hot? know,
0: it's hard to come up with burning questions for somebody who's been on the podcast three times because
1: we've <laughs> already, already real done this. Dirty real fast.
0: I know. Well, could uh, <laughs> we're spinning <laughs> off of your current single, "Nobody's Nobody." Okay. Okay. So we're asking you questions about certain somebodies.
3: Mm-hmm. You ready? All
0: right. Here we go. You have to name names. Uh-oh. On this one, ready?
3: Okay. First question goes to both of you. Celebrity crush.
1: Oh, gosh. Well, here's here, – this is a great moment. Margot Robbie. Before I came out, this would be a really awkward <laughs> one. You got it. Uh, <laughs> okay. Like Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Okay. Um, I, I can't think of any. I don't I don't know if – I feel like when people are celebrities, I like them less. <laughs> I like them less. Yeah, I do. <laughs> um uh, awesome. I'll say James Franco. Uh, that's,
0: that's a good, a good one. one. John, top three guitar players of all time.
2: Margot Robbie. Um, (laughs) This one is way harder to answer. Well, Jimi Hendrix. Uh, Yeah, I'd probably say Jimi Hendrix, uh, Stevie Stevie Ray Ray Vaughan, and uh, third, I don't know, Dwayne Allman from the Allman Brothers.
3: Oh, that's a good call. That's hard, though. TJ, top three vocalists of all time.
1: That's also very hard. Uh, 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 Vince Gill. Mm. Um, Hell yeah. You know, I actually really. I'm going to go with Trace Atkins. I feel like hell he doesn't yeah. get an, enough notoriety as some of the '90s country artists. But I agree, as being a baritone, I and loved all those records and all those songs. Um, and Allison Cross,
2: hell oh, yeah, so
0: good, voice of an angel. Which one of you is the messiest on the bus,
2: John? Yeah. And the funny thing is, I'm not even all that yeah. messy. He's just really clean. <laughs> I, I am very particular. If you saw yeah. how messy our bus is, you'd be like, it's not that bad. It's just... Mm, yeah. He's, he's not, really
1: not annoyingly messy, I'm annoyingly clean. Yeah. Are, you picking up, are you picking up after him? Uh, no. God, no. I would, yeah. Okay. No, okay. No.
3: <laughs> Artists that you'd most like to collaborate with, living.
1: We did a tribute to the Rolling Stones, but I would love to collaborate with the Rolling Stones.
2: Yeah, I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go throw, like, a weird one out. I'm just going to say Dua Lipa.
0: Ooh. I was just listening to I her the I hair. just love
2: everything Dua Lipa. Yeah. Oh. Hopefully she's listening to this. Yeah, that's right. Do
0: There's like such a fun, like, undercurrent of disco in all of her stuff uh, that why I love. That's so awesome. Love. Artists that you would most like to have dinner with, dead or alive?
2: Uh, I'd like to have um, dinner with Paul McCartney. 100%, Hendrix. That dude was, like, an oracle. But alive, Willie Boy Nelson.
3: Okay, and then of course we'd love to ask, what is the last thing you bought on Amazon?
2: <laughs> it's very boring. I bought air
1: filters <laughs> for my house.
3: Necessities. I did. You
1: know what? And I put it on the like the. It's the only thing I have. It's like
2: the reoccurring. Subscribe and, subscribe. and say. I check on my
1: phone. I keep forgetting sure. this. Yeah, yeah. Can I check my phone? Oh my god.
2: I can't. Brave. Well, it's one of two things, and I can't remember. Um, I want to. I think it's. I think it's like cologne or something.
3: Remember the last thing? I think the last thing he said he bought. The last time was uh, a foot massager. Oh, that's
2: oh I right! did. That's right. <laughs> we use it. My wife and I use it all the time, and it's awesome. It's the best money I've ever spent. <laughs> yeah, I bought cologne. So stupid. C- <laughs> Which <one? laughs> I love it. Yeah. That's like
1: really a funny thing to buy off of Amazon cologne. I love that so much.
2: This <laughs> is called Noir 29.
0: <gasps> oh, it's like a dupe. Is it a dupe? I don't no, know what a dupe is. is. Y'all okay. know an awful lot about
2: this. Yeah. Well, I have this, like, this, this uh, uh, soap that I uh, wear. Like, you get a little bottle of it. And it's, it's very expensive. And then I realized, wait, I could just get the scent and I could buy cheap soap so that's what I did he still
1: has
0: all of his college debt he's got to pay off it's
1: yeah, not, not cheap <laughs> <save money laughs> <when> I,
0: <can. laughs> I love oh
1: so we
0: love hanging out with you guys Likewise. thank you so much for coming in tomorrow it's out the album self-titled we learned that a while back because they told us first um, you can pre-save it right now on Amazon Music plan to been all day listening to it tomorrow over and over and over again they're on tour through october any plans after that by the way
1: i mean that's it we're kind of looking at getting out um touring this record and um, going to some places we've been hearing y'all asking us to come to your towns and play and we're going to try to hit as many of them as we can oh, yeah. love
3: that so good too. always good to see you guys love y'all I love those guys so much. Me too. So much. (laughs) So much love for them. Their self-titled album is out tomorrow, so plan to check it out top to bottom on Amazon Music. It is so good.
0: And another album that drops tomorrow, Dan and Shay's project, Bigger Houses. And since we didn't want to play favorites with our duos, they will be our guests next week on the podcast.
3: And I'm so excited to have them here. Yes. In the house. We were on Zoom last time, so this is so much better. We've actually taped the interview already, and the guys really got into the nitty gritty of the rough patch that they went through. Listen,
0: don't tell the big bosses at Amazon Music, but we're going to give you guys a sneak peek.
4: Duo is, I think, the toughest configuration in music. When you have a trio, there's a tiebreaker, a group, just chaos if you're a solo artist you make all the decisions for yourself yeah but a duo is an equal split and if you're not going out of your way to nurture that relationship it'll you'll go separate ways and that's why a lot of duos historically don't don't last it's really really tough
3: make sure you're back here next week the easiest way to never miss an episode is to follow country heat weekly on your favorite podcast app
0: And if you enjoyed this episode, do us a favor and share it with all your friends because we want this community to continue to grow. Text them, share one of our Instagram stories, or use those 280 characters that you have on the app, formerly known as Twitter, to share the message. (laughs)
3: Thanks for listening, y'all. We'll see you soon.
0: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Country Weekly ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at listenerstudy.com.
4: Enhance your listening experience with Wondry Plus. Enjoy ad free listening, exclusive content, binges, and more. Join Wondry Plus in the Wondry app or on Apple Podcasts.